Hello and welcome to the PE Teacher Plus podcast. My name is Alejandro Orozco. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about naming your workouts. I mentioned when I was talking about my fitness journal that I like to make my workouts duplicatable in a way that they're measurable. And the benefits to doing that means that students can duplicate, replicate the workout and try to track their score and see if they can improve. It also means they can compete against other people at different schools eventually at one point and also compete against students from previous years. So many benefits as that element of competition against not only other people but against yourself to get improvement and that also creates more buy-in from students because they're able to see themselves improve and when they see themselves improve they know that there is a cause and effect when you put in the effort and you attempt to do your best, you can notice yourself improve, and that's awesome for their self-confidence. So the method that I use is similar to CrossFit, where the workout, when they have their open, it's that their competition, the first digits are the year. So this is 2017, so any workout I make this year will be 17 points, and then the following digit refers to what order the workout had appeared. So the first workout of 2017 would be 17.1. The fifth workout of 2017 would be 17.5. So I'm going to share with you how I name my workouts. And just like CrossFit, they'll have uh, a name, as in a person's name. And the reason why I love this and the way I apply it to PE is I name it after a former student. And this gives me a chance to share the characteristics and qualities of this individual and why it helped them perform really well in PE or other aspects of their life. So it's just like a mini lesson in character. And I know when I was a student, having examples of how you should perform gave me a model to copy and even try to go beyond that model. So I knew that if this was an example of excellence and I was able to achieve more, perform more, or get to do more, then I know I was competing or working at a level that was above average, which made me feel good. So that's I'm giving this opportunity for students to see the model and try to exceed the expectations. Now this doesn't this is it, this is not the approach that every student has when they hear this, but there are students and we all have these students who love to show how much they are willing to work, how hard they're willing to work, and they always want to impress you, so this gives them that opportunity to shine. So let me go over my example of my workout. And this one was 16.3, so my third workout of 2016, I named it the Catalino. And actually, Catalino was not a former student of mine, but actually a high school classmate of mine. So most of them are named after former students, but if there's a great story that I want to share, then that person wasn't my student, but they showed excellent characteristics or they have a story that many students in my class can relate to, then I can just add them in to one of the workouts. So Catalino was a soccer player, and the first time I met Catalino was my freshman year in high school. So I was in ninth grade, and our soccer coach made every student who wanted to be on the soccer team run on the cross-country team. So cross-country is a 3.1 mile race. And 
it appeared first in the season, and after cross-country season, it was soccer season. And it was great for the counselors because they can program you to have PE or sports at the end of, at the last class of the day. So when soccer started, they didn't have to rearrange your schedule. You already were scheduled to have athletics at the end of the school year. So not only did it prepare you for soccer, but it also made scheduling a lot easier. Now, my problem was I was always the goalie because I was the big kid growing up, and I was not a fan of running. Catalino, he played soccer. He was on the field, so he was used to running. Well, we had our very first race at Woodbridge High School in Orange County, California. Woodbridge is actually in the city of Irvine in Orange County. And I got to see Catalino, who nobody knew who this kid was, all of a sudden be leading the pack in this race of like, I don't know, over 100 kids from different schools from the area. And this, this runner, well, Catalino, my buddy, he had never run a cross-country race before and pretty much no training because uh, we didn't, we just started the school year. It was like the very first like week or two weeks of school and we have, hadn't been training because we're incoming freshmen, so we weren't training over the summer with the cross-country team. And this guy was just leading the pack. And I share the story that tells students that we may enjoy certain sports at this age, but those skills and those abilities that we're learning can apply to other areas of our life or other sports. So just to give them that idea that you can translate your skills into other aspects of your life, not just athletic, but also in academic or social settings. And so that's why I talk about Catalino. Well, let me tell you the workout now. And this kind of copies similar workouts I've done at CrossFit. And so here it is. The students do eight air squats, followed by eight push-ups. Then they run one lap. Now, the lap that I have them run is perhaps equivalent to two to three lengths of a basketball court. So we're not talking about a lap around a soccer field or a track. Not that you can't, just that at my location, we don't have a track or a field. Next, when they return from the lap, then they do seven squats, seven push-ups, then run one lap. When they return, guess what? They do six squats, six push-ups, run a lap. So we're descending from eight all the way down until they're doing one squat, one push-up, and then their final lap. When they come back in, then they look at the timer, and it's a stopwatch, I always say timer. Look at the stopwatch, and they see their time, and they enter it in their fitness journal. And, and at my school, every student has a Chromebook, so I actually use Google Classroom to create a spreadsheet where they can track that workout. So then I post that into their news feed, the 16.3 Catalino Wad workout of the day. And after they complete each round, a round can be the eight squats, eight push-ups, one lap. Then on the spreadsheet, they can just put an X, type in an X and press enter, and that'll take them to the next line where they can continue to track each round. So I'll make that spreadsheet on my own, then through Google Classroom, if you're familiar with it, then you can just share it to all your, class, all your students. They'll have their own copy, and they can just go along and track it. So when they come inside to do their squats and push-ups in my mini fitness room, then their Chromebook is already open. They can, they, they can just press X, enter. That's what I currently have them do. If we didn't have access to Chromebooks, then they would be using their fitness journal, the paper version, and they can just have a pencil 
next to their notebook and then just put in a check mark after each round. That way they don't get lost and they end up they end up not doing as much as they should or too much and their score, their time is accurate. Then we, when we revisit this workout in the future, then they can compare their score that they got the first time with their next workout and hopefully they see improvement. So that's how I number and name my workouts and the reasoning behind that. So hopefully you get to find some former students to name your workouts after it gives you a chance to teach positive characteristics that that student had and hopefully more students step up and try to model those behaviors. So until next time, adios.